Flies in the jar is based on true events. Got calls on 1057 at the Virginia Hotel. Copy that. We'll check it out. What'd you say these were? Cool Ranch. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, but just Doritos. Got a certain tang. We've got multiple calls on a 1051. Holloway 22, go ahead. Whoa, what are you doing? Party last seen in front of O'Malley's Irish pub. Copy that, we're headed over. Why would you call in on a DND? Why would you eat a whole bag of chips with your mouth open? Yeah, we're not beat cops. We're detectives. We solve the big crimes, you know, catch the serial killers and the drug smugglers. Right? Frank, can you hear me? Got a 1080 at the Chinese restaurant on Garden and an officer down. I repeat, officer down. Come on, Frank, you gotta breathe. They're on their way. Come on, man. You need to get your friend out of here. Come on, he's just a little tipsy. He's carrying around his own ashtray. Dude, it's a hand-blown ashtray. Put that thing away. What's the big deal, man? You can't around like you'd think you're better than everyone. You both need to take it up the street. <sighs> Come on, man, do us a solid. A friend lady zen singing tonight. If you don't get out of my face, the manager's gonna call the cops. Don't be like that, man. We're good guys. <sighs> Shut up, Sanchez. You're not helping. Have you seen my ashtray? Dude, what did you do that for? It's broken now. Hey, Marvin, call it in. Yo, I ain't dealing with no cops, man. Maybe I can glue it back together. Stop it, you're gonna cut your hands. Where do you think that they sell glue at midnight? Get up, we gotta go. Is this them? The white dude's the drunk one. Sir, I'm gonna need you to step over here.
flies in the jar. Starring Lady Zen, John Jeffers, Kent Evans, and Clara Dunham. Acting consultant, Martin James Grappengetter. Sound mastering by Joshua Holloway. Produced by Lady Zen. Written and created by Nathan Feuerberg. experiencing some turbulence. Please return to your seats and buckle your safety belt. So I used to record everything because I wanted to be a screenplay writer. And I had this idea that if I just recorded the people around me, I'd be able to adapt their conversations into scenes. But my writing career never took off, and one by one the tapes ended up in a shoebox in the back of my closet. And to be honest, they would have stayed there. But one morning, I turned on the radio, and I hear this song. And I'm like, I know that singer. Well, at least I knew her 20 years ago. There was four of us back then. Me, Zen, Jimmy, and Elsa. Four friends who had no idea what was in store for us. And if I had to choose the day that our fall began, I suppose it would be the morning that I woke up drunk in the homeless shelter. Have a nice sleep? Uh, yeah, where am I? City Rescue Mission. The police brought you in because you're too drunk to remember your address. Uh, am I free to leave? You need to sign in and out. Is this like a homeless shelter or something? Not like. It is a shelter. Why don't you have a seat? I'm bringing up some coffee. Yeah, thanks, brother, but uh, I need to head home. We offer a lot of different services here. I thought you might be interested in our sobriety meetings. We have them in a chapel every day at 2. Yeah, I just had a couple too many drinks last night and... This is your wake-up call. Next time, you might find yourself in jail. I, uh, I, I appreciate what you're saying, but uh, I just gotta go. Well, you know where we are now. So that morning, on the long walk home, I had to cross the freeway. And when I was coming down the embankment on the other side, I slipped and I skinned my knee against the concrete. And as I hobbled down the sidewalk with blood dripping down my leg, I was thinking, maybe the guy at the shelter was right. Maybe I had hit rock bottom. But when I think about it now, it almost makes me laugh because I wasn't even close to the lowest point in my life. If anything, I was standing at the entrance of a long, dark tunnel. Sound like an after-school special. I'm trying to remind you of what went down. Can we please just get on with the story? So around 9 o'clock, I made it home. 
Jimmy and I had rented this apartment behind a big house. And, you know, everything looked in order. Gerald, the handyman, was mowing the backyard, and the landlady, this old Russian woman, was drinking sweet tea on the patio. I waved at them both and, you know, crossed over to the back house. Right when I was fishing my keys out of my pocket, the door swings open. Jimmy stumbles out with a cloud of smoke behind him. And before I have the chance to say anything, he leans over holding his gut and pukes. Jimmy, what are you cooking in there, man? The bed. The bed's on fire. Dude, I can't see anything. There's too much smoke. Yo, hurry. It's, it's gonna spread. Hey, Gerald! That's a lot of smoke. Come on, come on. Let's, let's try and put it out. <laughs> Look, it's just like the front of the bed, so find a towel. <laughs> How about this? What am I going to do with a sock, man? Look for a towel. A towel. (coughs) Here, take this. That's a washcloth, man. Get out of the way. (coughs) Oh, look. Towels. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Towels. Very good, Gerald. There, I think it's out now. I think we got it. Mrs. Lugovia, it was mostly just pillows. You were smoking in bed. I never smoke in bed. I'm I'm really sorry and I promise you that we'll you know we'll pay for any damages. The frame was my mother's. I brought it all the way from Nizhny Novgorod. If it's burnt, I can have it repaired at like an antique shop, okay? Can I please finish the grass now? Yes, Gerald, of course. It's very bad to smoke in bed. My aunt, she died in a fire. Well, you know, this was just a little fire and nobody got hurt, so... Listen to me. I wasn't smoking in bed. Dude, are you trying to get us kicked out? I went to sleep around one last night. Even if I had a cigarette, it wouldn't still be lit eight hours later. Yeah, I don't care if you believe me. I'll, I'll prove I'm right. Just let it go. I, I just want to run a bath and clean my knee. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Hello. I would like to report a fire. Are you crazy? Can you tell me your address? Yeah, it's twenty four B Garden Street. You boys need to be more careful. And Mrs. Lugovia, I promise I'll get everything worked out. Responders are on their way. Okay, they're on their way. Why are you doing this? I mean, the fire didn't magically start. The only explanation is that you were cooking or smoking or something. Something? I woke up with flames around my head. Listen, we just got this place. I can't afford to move again. (laughs) Stop worrying about the apartment. I'm lucky to be alive. I mean, I don't even know how I got out of bed without getting burnt. I can smell the burnt mattress from here. I'll take care of it. Everything's going to be fine. You don't have to worry about a thing, all right? Don't touch anything. Whoa, that's like a full-size fire truck. And there's paramedics, too. 
Where's the fire? I was in my apartment, but it's out now. It's over here, boys. You know, they send you bill after. Mrs. Lugovia, I promise I'll pay for it all. Sir, can you come with us? It looks like you inhaled a lot of smoke. Uh, could could you please give me a second? Here's your culprit. A book of matches? I told you I wasn't smoking. It definitely wasn't smoking. This fire was intentionally set. Lies in the Jar includes acting by John Jeffers, Kent Evans, Clara Dunham, Martin James Grappengetter, Lady Zen, Maya Jaillet, David Dykes, Kevin Holleran, Jesse Yancey Siegel, Jonathan Lockwood, Maria Lugava, Pedro Gonzalez, and Nathan Feuerberg. Original music by Lady Zen, Joshua Holloway, with performances by Clara Dunham and special guest jazz musician Jaime Valle. Written and created by Nathan Feuerberg.